If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Because it wasn't even just, it was, it's like you're jiggling the biceps. <laughs> it was like, the t-shirt, I did, is it the t-shirt? No, it's not the t-shirt, it's because I went to the gym yesterday, and like, I was doing a lot of bicep workouts, yeah. and like, I, I I did the gym yesterday, or last week, right, and like, I did a bunch of arm and like, chest stuff, yeah. and for the next like, three days after that, I felt like a zombie, like I could barely sure, move, sure. and so, because yesterday, I did like, a lot of stuff focused on the biceps, and I didn't yeah, do yeah. as much of that last week, like, I'm just trying to make sure it's I don't Kevin's die. like, three, two, and Buster's like... I'm just trying to massage a piece of his bicep. The the bicep. It was just the fingertips on this oh, yeah. one section. That was like a karate shot okay. kind of motion. Yeah, okay. I was doing kind of like okay. this. Okay. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Tuesday, October 24th, 2023. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside Forbes 30 Under 30, a.k.a. the future class of gaming, a.k.a. the OK Beast Blessing at Oye Jr. Where are your fear levels right now for us possibly getting hit with either sickness or some type of like life calamity? Event? Calamity, yeah, that takes us out the office. Well, some of the people are gone for a vacation. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mike's still uh, vacating. Joey's coming back from a quick little vacation. Mm-hmm. Then you got the rest of people who are dropping like flies, whether <laughs> yeah. it be, you know, whatever, COVID, something else attacking them, whatever. I feel like we've made it through the rain. You think so? Now, does this. You already pulled out of it. Does this increase my confidence of like this meet and greet's a great idea? Oh yeah, yeah. No, like yesterday I was like, no, nah, I'm not doing this for a five guys yeah. thing. I'm well, you sorry. Gotta, you gotta officiate a wedding. That's so the thing is, up. like, I'm really trying not to be sick to the point where now I am just, I'm pulling out of things that I really want to do. Right? Like I'm pulling yeah. out of the square pie guys thing. There's, I mean, Halloween weekend is this weekend, and I'm like, are you not doing I'm, anything at the Halloween weekend? <sighs> We'll see. We'll see. Like right now, I'm in between like something small. Like I have fr- I have friends that are like, "Yo, let's go out dancing and doing yeah. all this stuff." And I'm like, um, "Maybe I'm not gonna do dancing." Yeah. But like, there are a couple of things I know of like people doing parties that have like outdoors and like you know it's not as not, not as many 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 people coming through. And yeah. so I might like do one of those. I know like I think there's a plan to do something here. Maybe that right like. I we'll appreciate you act like that's not a rock solid plan. You're like, I think I've heard you break Kevin's heart and say you're not coming. I, I, hey, Kevin has asked me every single morning, like, yeah. oh, yeah, you're coming through to the thing. And I'm like, oh, maybe we'll see. Things keep changing, though, Bless. You know, things keep changing. Things not for you, though. Changing. Just for a blessing. Yeah. Right, no, Kevin? No, Your no. thing's happening regardless. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying. Because, Kevin, I put it on the calendar. Are you coming? Fuck yeah. Get oh, the fuck shoot. out, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Greg will be here Saturday night. Oh, snap. Yeah, putting little Benny down, coming over here, have a beer. Heck yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Good yeah. for you. But yeah, like, I'm trying to keep an eye on if that's happening. And then, like, just different plans with different people throughout the week where I'm like, oh, man, do I show up to this? Do yeah. I play yeah. it safe? I just want to make it to the wedding. Yeah. I want to officiate. I know. I've never done that before. Sure. And also, my friends would be very mad if I don't, if yeah, I don't make trouble. it there. It's trouble. It's trouble if yeah. you and drops down. But it is that thing of, like, you could do everything right. And then I could still come back from the meet and greet and go, ha, yeah, okay, exactly. it's over. You know what I mean? So I might as well just go. Yeah, might as well. I'm just getting all those germs anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm going to get the wear a mask the entire time. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I'm very excited to officiate, though. Like, I've been. Where, where are your nerves at? First time, that's a lot of pressure. 
Yeah, but like for me, it reminds me of doing like the Disney Marvel thing where like by yeah. the time we got to D23 and I'm You're on prepped. stage, I'm prepped and like... You just want to do the name thing? Yeah, like I'm ready and I'm excited about it, right? And I think, I think those feelings overtake the nerves. And so, yeah, for me, I'm like... I have my script. I've like <laughs> cut out the uh, printouts that I made and yeah. like pasted them into the notebook that I have. Yeah. And like I've done the practice in the mirror of delivering oh, nice. the nice. yeah the speech, and I'm feeling pretty good about it. Like I'm very excited. Now, have you practiced what I didn't know was something people wanted? And I fucked it up for Kevin. I know because mm -hmm. I officiated Kevin's wedding, but I've gotten better about it in later no weddings. Beard. Huh? I said the no. Beard no, yeah, thing. no beard. I should have had a beard for your wedding for sure. But this thing that like now you you never think about it, right? Mm -hmm. I guess unless you're getting married, and I probably. Very specific people think about it. I don't. You should talk to your bride and groom. Do they want you to vacate when they kiss? I that way you're not in yes. the background of the shot. I literally have that in my script okay, of great, like great, great. get out the way, right? And I practice like, all right, you, know, you may kiss the bride and then like bah! step away. Yeah. Now, how do like, how do I step away in a way that's not like weird? I need to watch weddings to see like. Are you using a microphone backwards? I have like a lav mic. Yeah, beautiful. I say, and are you being funny in this at all? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I say you make it part of the thing. I see, I think you could preemptively clear in a cool wedding. You remember for Reb and Imran's, I had all that empty space, so I just cleared it. It was no problem. Yeah. You know what I mean? But if it's a tight thing up there, you can make it part of the like, you like can make a it a like a Well, just be like, all right, for this next, all right, we're almost, we're at the end. For the next part, I don't want to be in the photo, so I'm going to come over here and say, mm. you may not get that kind of thing. You know what I mean? I like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I appreciate that. No problem. Credit yeah. me when you do it. Greg Miller taught me this. <laughs> Greg Miller taught me this. And I'll stand up and go, yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> I've also, I, I like, I did a meeting, a quick meeting with them of like, you know, just ask them questions about what they want out of the ceremony. And yeah, one yeah. of the things I was doing was like, you know, toward the end of it, you say like, by the power invested in me, by yada, yada, yeah, yada. Yeah, California, the internet. Yeah. yeah, and for me, I was like, by the state, by the power invested in me, by the American marriage ministry. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, hey, it, can you not say that? Like, is it legal to not say that? Because like, who, who, I like who how wants everybody thinks this is like such a, like, and I, with all, I understand, I, as somebody who's officiated like nine weddings, but like the first, the bride and groom always are like, oh, it's so it's like the least official thing. Just sign the paperwork. We yeah. could do nothing. We could do nothing and just sign. I it. couldn't. Well, I also couldn't find clear answers on it because, like, I did. I I was on Google after that meeting, being like, "Hey, what are the official like legal parts of this that I have to do?" And seemingly none of it, right? Yeah, like you all of the it paperwork. is. And don't fuck up the paperwork. Yeah, you don't fuck, fuck up, up the, the paperwork. paperwork. That's a huge problem. But yeah, I like, fucked up the paperwork. I found some website that was like, "Well, they have you have to be able to you have to pronounce them." Like that's the thing you have to do, and like. There's certain things no where they're like, you the have to SF do this. SF County Clerk of Oakland or wherever we're getting. You're, it's an SF wedding. An SF yeah. County Clerk office is going to be like ringing up somebody of like, did he say, did he pronounce Yeah, them? did he pronounce yeah, them? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know and so I mean? like, I, I basically, I was like, I think it's fine. Like, we're, we're just going to do this as fun and casual as possible. Yeah. Plus, yeah. I so. think an important note is tell the bride and groom like, hey, make sure to have the paperwork here. Make sure well, to remember the paperwork. We're going to do it during the rehearsal. And okay, so we'll right, have that awesome. all knocked out. Yeah. Sometimes people forget the paperwork and then they have to. Oh, God force the officiant to come to their house the next day before they fly out did that happen with you yeah you don't remember you no. had to come to my house at 10 a.m uh maybe even earlier it might have been like 9 a.m or my mom's house on uh oh. the day after just because yeah, we forgot right. to bring right. over the paperwork <laughs> whoops i do anything for you kevin don't worry about oh, that you know that. i try man. i try uh ladies and gentlemen i'm gonna tell you straight up all right mm-hmm Oh, no. I'm, no, that's why I'm doing. I'm doing what I was. I, you know, I'm encouraging you to be very open with your audience, right? Mm -hmm. At the wedding, I'm being open here. We have sad news in in the show today. All right, mm -hmm. there is serious sad news, but then there's fucking got him news, <laughs> and so I'm kind of riding high off the fucking got him news. So when you see me laughing and giggling to myself, I don't want you to think I'm giggling through the bad sad news. I'm giggling in anticipation <laughs> of some fucking PC gamers getting Jesus their shit kicked in. All right. Christ. <laughs> Anyways, the fact that it brings you joy. 
Uh, what well, would be wait like? Wait till I get there, because I got as usual. As usual, you don't have to look too far. Mm. Why am I so angry at the PC gaming audience? I'll show you. <laughs> this is what you get. All right, PC gamers, this is what you get. Hold on. They did nothing to you. Let me get serious for a second. I need to be serious, right? Ah. 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 Anyways, transitioning out. There's been mo- there's been layoffs at Media Molecule, which is very sad. Mm-hmm. And then Metal Gear Solid Collection's got a bunch of PC problems. <laughs> and we'll talk about so much more because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show for free by writing into Kind of Funny Games Daily's show by writing into kindoffunny.com slash KFGD. <laughs> it was a smooth cover. Uh, of course, over there, you can give us your questions, comments, concerns, your squad up requests, and oh, so much more. Then you tune in to watch us record the show live on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames and youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, just like Wasted Bandwidth, Lexi Gunner, Unique Technique. If you're watching live, you have a special job, go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on YouTube. <laughs> Do you, we got him. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know fucking, what you mean. You fucking game from 1998 camera on a fucking PC. <laughs> Dear uh, Lord. Later on YouTube.com slash kind of funny games podcast services around the globe. Uh, no matter where you get the show, please consider like, subscribing, sharing, leave a review on iTunes, leave the little stars on Spotify, scream out your car window that you're enjoying the show. Uh, if you really want to support us, head on over to patreon.com slash kind of funny. If you didn't know, we're an independent small business in San Francisco. That's just 11 people making cool shit for their friends. Uh, it would mean the world to us if you went to patreon.com slash kind of funny, where you could get each and every ad- show ad free. You, of course, could get the ability to watch the other podcasts live as we record them. They'd be ad free as well. Of course, you could get them on demand ad free. You get them on the MP3 ad free. Uh, there's more than almost 400 episodes now of exclusive wow. content up on patreon.com slash kind of funny, including kind of feudy, including kind of feudy, including, including the next gen podcast, including, including shit list, shit list. Yeah. yeah. I'm just, just give me all the blessings and including the Patreon Q and A's that we, <laughs> we do, <laughs> including Greg ways. Yeah. Including Greg ways. Yeah, your I, daily Greg I feel like there's too. one more show that I do that I cannot remember. Remember blank. Remember blank. Remember blank. God damn it. What a one to forget. <laughs> I drew a blank. I drew a blank on remembering. <laughs> I'm having a lot of fun today. Uh, that's all up on patreon.com slash kind of funny. Keep the lights and mics on. Some housekeeping for you. We're throwing a meet and greet fundraiser for Extra Life. Well, actually, Square Pie Guys is throwing us a meet and greet fundraiser for Extra Life. Come hang out with Kind of Funny on Wednesday, October 25th. That's tomorrow in San Francisco. We'll be celebrating the launch of the Kind of Funny Pizza, a buffalo chicken pie, and raising money for the big, beautiful kids. All proceeds from the tickets go to the Extra Life Fundraising. You'll be entered to win fabulous prizes like pizza ovens. You can walk away with your own pizza oven. And of course, a slew of video game swag I have. And of course, you get to hang out with us. Get your (laughs) ticket. Yes, this is a ticketed event at kindoffunny.com slash SPG. Are they giving out the pizza ovens like on the spot? I would imagine. I mean, I don't know. Because if you fly in and you get a pizza oven, are you just going to take that to the airport? Like, yo, TSA was good. Is that one the one they're giving away? Uh, I'm not 100% sure, but I'm pretty sure. This that is the brand that Mark's giving yeah, away? Yeah, this is the brand that Mark uh, associates Ooh, with, Gosne. Damn, damn, and I'm let like, me oh. tell you, this, he used this to make the pizza at the studio. Yeah. It was incredible. Yeah. I'm trying to convince Paula to let me buy the like fancy one. Look at this thing. Look at this thing. It's beautiful. It's too Holy expensive. Holy shit. God yeah, damn. But, but you have such a great backyard, Kev. Uh-huh. And I can get a discount. But... You know? Now, if you bring this to TSA, you think they, they're letting you through with this thing? <laughs> you met it. You, you go to FedEx. You, you mail it over. Kevin, we well, can there's no way I'm putting this, this in a FedEx you box. want. 
It was a very unsuccessful episode of PS I Love You. Where <laughs> <laughs> it actually did fine. It did fine. It just didn't break out the way I wanted it to. You know what I mean? Mm. Doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, we had to do. We didn't do enough social clips for it. Yeah, because that's how girl math gets you, right? Yeah, like you see them on yeah, TikTok, yeah. and you're like, oh man, these guys are awesome. Yeah, we needed to do the same thing. There's still time. The time. Yeah, I mean, it's never yeah, too late. It's yeah. never too late. Never too late. Is Roger yeah. in? Is he also out? <laughs> Let's see what's on the. Camera. I think he, I think he's out until a certain time. Yeah, I think you're oh, right. Yeah, yeah. But also, I think he has oh, plenty more seen, important he's things. He's well, no, I don't know if that's the true. That he has he's more seen, important. He's singing on an oh for like in general. For it's work. In general, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it's better. I thought right now he's seeing a video game. All right. Yeah. This is Wait, what, video, right. what video I, game is he seeing? I can't tell you. I can't <laughs> you're tell like, you. well, I mean, <laughs> who cares about this? Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying these are breadcrumbs we're sweeping off the table. Keep the rats happy. Here, you know what I mean? <laughs> It'd be real funny when like Roger comes on one of the shows to do the preview. People are like, "Wait, that's what you're talking about?" <laughs> no, first off, because we'll clearly be wrong, but then they'll yeah. be like, "Oh, well, Greg said it, so that makes sense." Yeah. Anyways, uh, on top of that housekeeping, I wanted to say happy anniversary to Midmax. Midmax is celebrating four years today. Uh, ben Hansen and the team do a lot of great work over there. Go support them while you're on Patreon. Patreon.com slash midmax and make sure our joint custody of Janet continues. They make uh, a cameo in the Roper Report. Oh, really? Yeah. It's going to be very exciting when you get there. Oh, I'm very yeah. excited. Yeah. Uh, thank you to our Patreon producers, Jedi Master, Deadpool, and Delaney Twining. Today we're brought to you by BetterHelp. We'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. <laughs> Time for some news. A baker's dozen! Kevin, that was awesome. That was a great baker's dozen. Number one on the Roper Report. PlayStation layoffs hit Dreams developer Media Molecule. We go to Tom Phillips at Eurogamer. Staff at UK developer Media Molecule have today been told to expect job losses with around 20 staff expected to be laid off. That's around 15 to 20% of the overall studio. GLHG. Good luck. Have fun. But that's what it probably spells out to. Yeah, I imagine. GLHF reported. I'm not familiar. Is this a website? This might be a UK thing. Maybe a YouTuber from them? Uh, adding the staff were told the news at an internal meeting held this morning. Eurogamer, Eurogamer has contacted PlayStation for comment. Sony shut down live support for Dreams last month, something Media Molecule described as a quote-unquote difficult decision as it moved to focus on quote-unquote an exciting new project, unrelated to Dreams. The news follows job losses at PlayStation's Visual Arts Group, an internal production company which aids with various first-party projects, which were confirmed by staff on social media last week. What do you got for me on GL? I, I got nothing. I, I cannot find anything of okay. GLHF. Chat, let me know on kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. Uh, bless, are you surprised? Sur surprise is an interesting word. Because to surprise, no. Uh, and I think that goes for just what we're seeing in the industry right now. I think more so I've just like ran out of things to say. To about layoffs? Yeah, about layoffs and this kind of story, right? It yeah. feels like every week, at least three out of five days, maybe even four out of five days for like the last few months, there has been some story of a different uh, game company having layoffs. And it's always to like a different thing, right? There's always a different reasoning for it. I think like the overall reasoning across the industry has been like just pockets tightening up, right? Yep. And that's something that we literally talked about just yesterday with me and Tim. I think the thing about this being Media Molecule puts this in an interesting place because sure. we're coming off of them just shutting down uh, support for Dreams, right? Dreams yeah. are still up, Dreams are still available, right? But they're not supporting it anymore because they're moving on to the next thing. Um, we talk a lot about PlayStation, obviously, because we're on PSLV, and we talk a lot about what Media Molecule means to PlayStation and how do they fit, right? When they aren't the kind of studio that's making a Spider-Man or a God of War sure. or a Last of Us, right? Like they're a studio that is 
a like a PS3 era, like, hey, we are making these weird, creative, quirky type games that have carried through, right? Like Little Big Planet, I think, still is a name that you say to people and they're they're aware of it of, of what it is, right? Like they've heard of Sackboy, they've heard of like Little Big Planet and stuff, right? But Dreams being their PS4 title, being something that was a bit more ethereal, harder to grasp, harder to market, and yeah, like didn't have this breakout audience that like came through and supported it widely as you compared to other PlayStation yeah. things, right? Like I think that puts them in a weird place. Yeah, they for me, they are a studio out of time. Right. Yeah. Where it, and I don't mean that they've run out of time. I mean that they are a studio that was so clearly part of the PS3 PlayStation e ecosystem DNA. This is what we are. Play, create, share. Because remember, it was fucking uh, Little Big Planet, SingStar, and then fucking Home. That was that GDC 2007 mm. presentation where Phil Harrison was like, I'm talking about game 2.0. I'm talking about what PlayStation is from here on out. And it was this celebration of quirky, weird little communities because that's what gaming was. And as PlayStation as a brand has gone from PS3 to PS4 to now PS5, you've seen them come into a new identity, which is the Spider-Mans, the God of War Ragnaroks, The Last of Us Part Two. We are the AAA, big budget, nobody does single player narrative spectacle better than us. And so, mm -hmm. yeah, when you have Media Molecule over there, I think you look at them and they're in the same place Pixel Opus was, which of course has been shut down, right? Like, it's the same idea of like, okay, cool, you're the artsy fartsy kids, you're the art kids, you're doing something cool and different and weird, but does weird have a spot in PlayStation first party anymore? And mm -hmm. I think PlayStation is saying, no, it doesn't. And I, I do wonder what happens from here. You know, this, there, cause this is very much like similar to last of us multiplayer where it was, we hear that it's, you know, it's been working on forever. Neil does the thing at E3 and uh, Joff three. Yeah. Uh, and then of course we get to summer game fest. And then of course, later on, it's like, okay, actually, no, it's not doing well. Bungie didn't like it. We're shrinking the team. We're doing, and that's when I was like, it's dead. So now you look at media molecule and you're like, well, what are you working on? What is your exciting new project? And how can you do that now with 20% or 20 pe Yeah. 20% less people. Yeah. And it's that idea as you start taking that off. Is it also then, Herman and you know worldwide studio or PlayStation Studios looking at it and being like this doesn't really fit what we're going for we don't see a return on investment because again to talk about dreams you're talking about something that gestated forever mm -hmm. right like that was revealed at the PlayStation for reveal event right when it was the dancing things i'm not getting that wrong yeah. when we were doing like i don't yeah i think that was like the first instance of it kind of i forget when the official reveal was yeah but, but that was what media molecules is to toying with right yeah. and those would be tools they didn't this might be a you're wrong they didn't Developed Little Big Planet Three. Correct. Okay. That was the thing where it was like they had moved on to working on Dreams or whatever maybe other project or pre-production was, and and Pat and didn't do Little Big Planet Three, which again is a IP. It is a proven thing. It is a whatever. Yeah. And so to see them take a swing and have it gestate this long and do this much and then get out there and just not find that audience, find critical success. You know, the reviews mm. were great and that it was a really impressive game design tool and, blah, blah, blah. and I'm sure it will be for years to come, right? Like. I was talking, uh, you know, I went home for a funeral not too long ago, and there I saw a childhood friend that I hadn't seen forever, and we were catching up on each other's lives, and it turned out that his daughter wants to get into game development. Like, she's coding a lot. And so the first thing on my list, I'm like, do you have a PlayStation? Because, like, there is this thing called Dreams that would be a really great tool for her to try doing. And I eventually reached out to a few developer friends of mine of, like, hey, you know, this isn't my bag. Where would you point her? And they were actually, like, you know, this, that, the other, and Dreams. Dreams is a great turnkey jump in to do it. Yeah. But again, that's not getting you the decade, and I'm just, that's a number I'm pulling out of my ass, a decade of uh, development cost back. Yeah, yeah. The 20% less people, right? Like, and for the latest thing we've heard out of Media Molecule being that, like, we're going to work on something new, that makes me wonder, is this a thing of, 
we figured out what that new thing is and it is either a smaller scoped or like this doesn't warrant these 20 positions because it's something that's wildly different from dreams right like how much of medium molecule is built for hey we are making this design software essentially right versus if they're going back to little mm, big planet like we that's talked a great about point. That's like a point. if they're making a, a 2d platformer that has like these creation elements right like is the team just an awkward build for that right like yeah. it's the more so a thing a of point. hey we have to change who we are because now we're making a different kind of thing you know I, like that's one i'll put up there i really hope and i don't think this is the case because media molecule i don't know if this is even like what their back could be but i hope this isn't a case of like we're seeing Mini Molecule slowly turn into a support studio and like oh, work yeah. on other IPs or work on like in the way that we talk about Visual Arts Group working on um, Last Bliss and all these things, right? Like I hope that doesn't become Media Molecule because I like their identity. And yeah. I do think their identity can still mean something important to PlayStation. Because I think Dreams, Dreams, like you mentioned, right? Critically, Dreams was a success, right? I commercially, I don't know. Like commercially, never talked about the numbers. You imagine that it wasn't a success, yeah. right? But you know, that was a quality piece of software. It was a quality game. There's a lot of like quality works within Dreams, whether you want to talk about um, Artstream, which was like the main campaign yeah, that you yeah. had within Dreams or even Trend. Trend that just came out, which yeah. if we're talking about like puzzle game of the year, right? Like I put that in the conversation. It's not my number one, but I put that in the conversation. Yeah, yeah. Um, Trend is like absolutely excellent. And again, there's a lot of quality and, you know, like a lot of, I think, prestige in that studio, I don't think it's an, I don't think it's a thing of hey we need to like do away with with um uh, with media molecule or shut down media molecule or whatever it is I think it is just hey let's refocus this and like you know if dreams was one for us now let's give one for the audience right and like actually make a little big planet or make a new IP that feels like it has more character or more sell sellability or like you know maybe have them work on whatever uh, Pixel Opus was working on when we talked Sony about pictures, the animation. Sony Pictures thing yeah, right yeah. like what if we had a um, media molecule licensed Spider-Verse thing, yeah. right? Like I think finding that balance of what can work commercially versus what is going to be true to the studio and allow them to, to, to work as a unique piece of PlayStation, I think that still needs to be there. Mm-hmm. At least it should be there. I don't know if PlayStation views it that That's way. my fear is I think it should be there. I loved the wacky, weird first party lineup we used to have of everybody doing something completely different from somebody else, right? I just don't think that's PlayStation anymore. And my concern would be if I was a betting man and shaking my crystal ball and looking into a possible multiverse future here that they get one more shot at this. They get the new exciting project out. Mm-hmm. And then if that also doesn't set the world on fire, I would think they shutter them because I just, mm-hmm. I don't, I, my thought process here is that media molecule reminds me so much of pixel opus reminds me so much of just uh PlayStation Japan, right? Of these smaller groups making cool, different things that if I'm PlayStation and I'm looking at trying to, balance the budget and the resources, this, that, and the other, if you're going to look at that and go, well, they're making indie games. Mm-hmm. We're, we're giving that, we're treating them in, in, as a PlayStation first-party main studio, but they're just making indie games. We got enough indie games we can partner with with the third-party relations team that we don't need this from them. We can get the wacky and weird somewhere else. Mm-hmm. We can close Media Molecule, and those people will go start their own studios or join other studios, and we'll still get that kind of stuff out there especially because if the place and this is just the business side of me again this isn't greg miller to be clear uh but the business side of me would be then okay like we can't keep trying to force this on the playstation audience they did not buy exciting new project they did not buy dreams or tearaway never set the world on fire yeah they had something with little big planet but even that seems like it's time has passed and i'm using that as Mm -hmm. a guessing thing of where they'd be with little big planet and Sackboy and everything else not to mention i don't know if media molecule would want to go back to that yeah but again like at some point it is business it's not just art for art's sake which sucks uh so bring in a couple of things right so good luck have fun 
uh, I believe is maybe a vertical of Sports Illustrated because oh, I looked okay. up the video video games chronicle article where they were, do the same write up and they introduced it as Sports Illustrated's GLHF. Oh, okay. And yeah, when I click through, right, it's like a video games website. So it's video- like launcher for the Washington Post. Yeah, like it's okay. videogames.si.com. Gotcha. So videogames.essentially Sports Illustrated. Got it. So that's what GLHF is. Uh, another thing. Over, we know somebody over at Sports Illustrated. I just forget. Uh, Marco Watts. That's not who I know. I don't that's know. That's a cool last name what's w-u-t-z oh yeah yeah. that's really cool Yeah, that's real good um but yeah that's first and foremost the other thing i wanted to bring up was media molecule did put out a statement about this which i actually haven't read into the statement so like fuck playstation (laughs) we're out of here (laughs) we're going indie uh but their statement reads media molecule has made significant strategic changes during the past year including shifting our focus from dreams to our new project we've we've had to make the difficult decision to begin the consultation process for team members within certain departments of the studio this is a tough moment for the individuals impacted and the studio overall Every single role that has been put at risk is delivered by someone who has contributed something special to Media Molecule. We'll make sure those impacted receive the best support we can provide during this process. And we'll continue to support the Dreams community for this foreseeable future and we'll update on future plans at a later date. Good luck. You know what I mean? I want Media Molecule to be success. I want them to find uh, what they want to make. I want them to find an audience again, too, that understands that. You know, I think that, you know... uh, it was b- the best of times. It was the worst of times, you know, when uh, we started Podcast Beyond. Uh, what, me, Dunham, Roper, and Jeff Haynes. And it was that idea of, like, I remember it being such a bonding, safe place. Of, like, man, it sucks on the PlayStation 3 right now. <laughs> like, yeah. it was so, we were so down. There was nothing happening. Xbox was kicking the shit out of PlayStation. Everything was broken on the PlayStation when it launched. And it was that idea of, like, when you saw these first parties really get their legs and go. And I'll never forget going to that GDC and getting a demo for Little Bl- Big Planet from Alex and him being so excited about it. And, de- and like, meeting Sackway learning about it and like having this PlayStation audience that wasn't the biggest in the world, but it was the core. It was this core. It was this like rock solid core that cared about PlayStation studios and supported their weird ideas and wanted to be a part of that. Like video games have changed. I'm, I'm, I, I do think what I saw then and what we experienced then is very much how people feel about shovel Knights developer yacht club games devolver digital like you know what i mean like they found mm-hmm. there there are the stories still out there playstation's just gotten so big they are a hollywood studio versus an independent film house right like it's yeah. one of those things that i still ha- that the little mm up in the corner means so much to me that logo for media molecule like i want them to be a success and i want them to make weird shit and i want it to be uniquely british as all their games always are but mm-hmm. I worry I about think, what this is now, a new PlayStation. But I, when CEO Shuhei Yoshida takes the throne, it'll all be better. Um, one, this does make you think that this is about the new direction for the game that they're working on, yeah. right? Like, the, the phrasing of this makes you think that that's what it is. But also, like, I'd like to think that Meaning Molecule does have a hit in them. Because, like, to our, I, and the, you know, as, as you were talking about it, right, like, the thing I started to think about was, uh, what, like, a month or so ago when we had the conversation about, like, what's your PlayStation hot take? And one of my, hot, what my PlayStation hot take that brought to the table is that, like, you know, I don't necessarily want to see PlayStation keep chasing like the um, like Last of Us God of War style yeah, yeah, yeah. thing. And that sounds like an insane statement. But I think what I as as this weekend, I've been playing a lot of Mario Wonder. And like, I think it's helped me kind of fully realize what I was kind of getting at or at least like where the core of it is, is the yeah. fact that, you know, when I pick up a switch, obviously, like in the way that PlayStation has their bag, Nintendo has their bag, too, yeah. right? It's like it's a, lot of, a lot of fun characters, charming characters, like in um, uh, like colorful bright games all these things right like that's what makes nintendo a lot of the time but as i played mario wonder i couldn't help but to be blown away that like we can get a platform of this qual a platformer game of this quality and of this like 
man, this feels like a top tier AAA budget thing and it's a 2D platformer and it's going to sell like crazy and it's going to be successful. You know, I look at PlayStation Studios, obviously PlayStation does like makes that masterful quality thing with the third person action game, right? But I think for me, what I would like to see is Media Molecule come out and make something that would be able to compete with a Mario Wonder. I know that sounds fucking crazy yeah. because nobody's going to compete with a Mario Wonder, but one, I think Media Molecule has a lot of talent. And then also, I think that then allows you to paint out your library as, hey, we're PlayStation, and that means we're Last of Us God of War, et cetera. But that also means that we're Astrobot and like Returnal. Media Molecule and Returnal. And like, you know, I think there are so many avenues to make a like a big successful hit that aren't just a third person action game. And I think Media Molecule has that capability if you just give them the vision, right? Like I think I think all they need is like the right character, the right story, the right like whatever it is and I think they they could make that game whether it is a platformer, right? Or if it is a different genre. I think they have that creativity and level of quality in them. So I hope they end up getting there. I just think it's interesting because I agree with what you're saying. Mm -hmm. I just think to, if if Mario Wonder was on PlayStation and it was Ted's dream house or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I, it, I think it would just sell so ridiculously less. There'd still be that audience and the reviews. It'd kind of be like David the Diver, right? Where people sure. play like, oh my God, this is fucking rad. But like, and that moves great numbers for an indie, but not a Mario. Yeah. And that's the thing. And then, so then you get into like, could Astrobot be? And that's, and that's my thing. It's like, this would be about to go reverse of the point I made earlier of like, I don't want to see them turn into a support studio and just work on other people's things. Right? Like, I think if I was to go all the way with the Nintendo analogy, yeah, it would be, a, an Astrobot 2D platformer or like a Spider-Man 2D game or like doesn't have to be 2D right like a Spider-Man different genre game right of like what is how do we take a very successful IP that people are going to buy no matter what See, and put it in Media Molecule's hands and make it something that feels Media Molecule <laughs> Wasted Bandwidth says Ted Heads Unite that's funny uh, <laughs> but back to it like and I know you made this reference to Pixel Opus and Sony Pictures like right like mm -hmm. then the rumor that, that oh maybe that'll be an Into the Spider-Verse game like I agree with you 100% there of and again it's that weird line of IP and then the actual game that I would love to see if you were to Media Molecule here we want you to make a Spider-Man game but yeah. we want it to be radically different. like what does a Media Molecule Spider-Man totally. game look like right, yeah, it doesn't yeah, have yeah. to be a, a 3D brawler like unless you want it to be right it could be Actually, I'm not a game developer. I can't think of what that would be like, but it could be something weird. Even it if I I'm, I'm, I mean I'm just thinking of like this the basically the Sackboy but it's it's Spider-Man, like that felt look, but it's Spider-Man. I don't know what you're doing yeah. with it or what you're up to, but I mean, like, like what if you're playing, what if it's Spider-Man, but you're playing as like toys <laughs> and yeah. it is like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. like it's a, a kid's action figure version of what a Spider-Man game could be. And you're swinging around like a kid's bedroom or whatever. Like I've, now Norman wants it both ways in the YouTube chat. Norman says it would suck if Media Molecule got stuck working on some IP project. Would that suck that the brilliance of media molecule is applied to an awesome IP and then finds a wide audience. Would that suck more than media molecule putting out a game that people don't buy? And then that closes the studio. Yeah. Like, I mean, these, these, and again, like I'm, I'm in the dark future, but I also see the writing on the wall for how it's been going lately. Not only at PlayStation everywhere. And like, again, if you are PlayStation, you are the first party. Like, how are you like Xbox has such a great thing with game pass where it's like, we need a constant pipeline of games. What is Double Fine working on next? I don't care. Still be weird. Still put it out. Do your thing. Let's let's get more games and cool things and smaller titles and yada yada. You want to mm -hmm. do Pentiment? Fucking do Pentiment. All right. Blah blah. Like it doesn't all need to be a huge colossal Hollywood blockbuster. Whereas with PlayStation not marching that way, not doing that, not not promoting PlayStation Plus that way, like I just worry about Media Molecule finding a place in there. And so I think it's yeah, it's either I I think it's so hard to create new IP. How yeah. many times do we see this like? I hate it. 
it, it's such a chicken and the egg thing, but like when Immortals of Avium launches and it's middling reviews and I, I gave it a middling review, but mm -hmm. then people are in the chat and like in the comments going like, but if you say you want new IP, you got to support this and you got to do that. It's like, I don't think that's the lesson to walk away with. Yeah. I don't think it's just because it's new IP, we have to buy it is the right answer to that. It does need to be quality, but then there is the chilling effect of how do you get to having a new IP, taking the the years long gamble off of a pitch in a yeah. conference room off of a pro power. I mean, I think to some extent it has to be risk, right? Like yeah. when you're doing a new, that's the whole thing with a new IP. And that's why we see so many sequels is that you're taking a risk when you're putting something new out there. Right. But like that risk has to be followed. Um, it has to be backed up by, a lot of quality and i think yeah. that's where you see horizon end up being a cool thing right sure. when it comes when it comes out in 2017 sure. that's where you see ghost of Tsushima come through and actually be a success when it comes out in 2020 and those are great examples to, to the point of media molecule doing something new of playstation getting the marketing machine behind this to make it a thing yeah you know what i mean like with all due respect they never made dreams a thing yeah and i think there's part of that is that it gestated for so long part of it is that it's a really weird concept part of, there's a million things that didn't do it so if the exciting new thing from media molecule is a platformer a what it is something you can summarize very simply then yeah and get playstation behind that and give them the state of play in the showcase and do the thing yeah okay. can I hit you with a <laughs> a left turn that has nothing to do with what we're talking about sure, except for the fact that it's playstation yeah i was thinking about this while i was brushing my teeth this morning because yeah. i was thinking about like the s tier conversation with insomniac and obviously like when we have the s tier conversation it's always like the division the division of like you know how good is like or how much you want an insomniac game versus a naughty dog game versus a god of war thing right and like i'm usually like oh man i kind of want a god of war or an uncharted more or the last was more right and like versus the output and like you know how we both call insomniac an mvp studio for playstation as i was thinking about that while washing my teeth this morning i started thinking about like if every playstation studio went away except for insomniac could PlayStation still operate as successful? And I think the answer might be yes. <laughs> when I was when I started That's thinking about it. That's why they're S tier, bless. That's why I call them MVP for sure. Yeah. Right. It's like I, I was really thinking about I was like, well, yeah, like I mean, one PlayStation has third parties all fill in the gaps, right? But like if you're if you just have Insomniac and we just got Spider-Man 2, and next year, seemingly maybe we get Wolverine yeah. and play and Insomniac follows that up two years later with another even another game. I think Insomniac might be the only studio that might have the ability to, to carry a publisher on their back if they needed to yeah. in that alternate universe where somehow every other PlayStation studio just sure, went yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. I feel like Insomniac might have that ability, yeah. which is crazy to think. Yeah. About. I, and I, I think that was my thing. You know, we haven't, we, we touched on the review, but it was a dead end conversation because we were closing up. But like after we had the PS, I love you conversation about output and everything else in the conversation. And then the review of Spider-Man, like, I think, I think it's undoubted, uh, undoubtable that uh, Insomniac is an S tier studio. Mm -hmm. And I do think, I know for so many times you talk about like, we were talking about S tier being Last of Us, being God of War, being yeah. this thing that like you like, know is going to be game award winning, this, that, the other ball exactly. across the board. And I think that Spider-Man has nominations in there for sure, but will it be game of the year in this year? And da, 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 like that's a different conversation. But in terms of like just the level of quality Insomniac's putting out game after game after game after game, and as fast as they're putting these games out, like like they're putting games out like it's 2008. Yeah. Like, it's, it's insane. Good for y'all. Good for y'all. Believe it or not, there's more news, ladies and gentlemen. Number two, Bethesda thought it was infallible before Fallout 76's launch, says a former design director. This is Ryan Dinsdale over at IGN.com. Bethesda's former design director has said the developer thought it was infallible ahead of Fallout 76's disastrous launch. Uh, Bruce Naismith, uh, who was a Quest designer on Fallout 76 and Fallout 3 and 4, 
as well as the lead designer on the Elder Scrolls V Skyrim and senior designer on Starfield before leaving Bethesda in 2021, told MinMax, hey, hey. celebrating their anniversary in four years. Everybody go over and support them. Patreon.com slash MinMax. The studio's own hubris caught up with it. The developer had been on a hot streak, releasing the Elder Scrolls IV Oblivion, followed by Fallout 3, Skyrim, and Fallout 4. But Fallout 76 arrived in 2018 as the studio's first foray into multiplayer and launched to scathing refuse. Quote, the rich wasteland map of Fallout 76 is wasted on a mess of bugs, conflicting ideas, and monotony, IGN said at the time. Fallout 76 was one that I definitely struggled to warm up to, Naismith said. I think the company's aim was not as focused as it probably should have been, and you can see the results in uh, you can see the results of that in the way it entered into the marketplace. To a certain extent, our own hubris caught up with us. We had had so many, not just successes, but literal game of the years, industry-wide accepted game of the years. Not just in our own heads or in these two little magazines over there, but everybody is saying this is the game of the year. We started to talk, to our, we started to talk ourselves into the fact of we were infallible. There was nothing we couldn't do, and clearly that's wrong, end quote. Naismith said it was the players asking for a multiplayer game that led Bethesda director and executive producer Todd Howard and the team to create Fallout 76 over any influence from executives. Having not developed a multiplayer game before, Naismith said the team didn't realize how different the process would be. Quote, it was like, it's going to be the same as Fallout. All we have to do is add multiplayer. And with those words, we started down a path that was not as <laughs> successful as we had before because it's not just adding multiplayer, Naismith said. Turns out it was adding so, 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 so much more, end quote. That's an insane amount of hubris. Like to we go, got this. Oh, especially you know, like to be a seasoned video game developer, yeah. right? To, be, to put out like some of the most like highly regarded AAA franchises and go... Oh, you want to make a multiplayer version? Yeah, we'll just add in the multiplayer. It'll be easy. Yeah. And then end up with Fallout 76. One, that's insane. Um, two, I got, I got a couple of questions for you, Greg. Sure. My first question is, do you believe the part of like, oh, this wasn't like a Bethesda, like big Bethesda, let's say Zenimax, right? This wasn't like a big ask from the I do. top up. I, right? I, I do. I, I, I do believe that, especially because you're talking about Todd Howard and his team and, and how I think, you know, to the, the failures and whatever of Fallout 76 and blah, 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 blah. Jumping to Skyrim and however you feel about the Skyrim, but if you remember the awesome like state of play they did on it, right? The deep dive where they talked to all the developers and mm -hmm. the passion all those devs had for what they were doing in Starfield. I do think that Bethesda Studios attracts that kind of developer. And I do think that they would be the team to get excited of. They do want to do right by their fans. And again, I know that's a loaded thing to say for mm -hmm. many people, and even including Bethesda, but they do want to do right. So if you're seeing that idea of, and you're, again, put this back on the timeline to not where we are now, where it's like, oh, fucking live service, another multiple, oh, fuck. We don't it was getting kicked around when people really were excited to get into online universes. What is going to be the next giant sandbox to go play and da 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 when you lay that out on a whiteboard and start talking about that, you can see where that actually sounds like it could be really fun. Mm -hmm. Hey, imagine if it wasn't just you coming out of the vault. It was 12 of your friends coming out of their own vaults and this is happening. Blah, blah, blah. Like I can see where that would get exciting. You're, you're reading the tea leaves on what's getting exciting in the thing. If you're somebody who's come to Bethesda to make Bethesda games, I'm sure you also want to put your stamp on it. You don't want to just make Fallout 5. You don't want to just make the next sequel. You don't want to make just the next Todd Howard game. Mm -hmm. You want to swing. And I'm sure, again, when you get there and you have a team in leadership that would be excited about this, you believe it, right? Especially when they're like, oh, be easy to add multiplayer. Okay, cool. Like, I do buy that that wasn't like yeah. the corporate board of directors. Uh, what was it? Robert Altman coming in and being like, 
we're doing this. This is what has to be. Yeah. It's just fascinating because like for me, the way it lines up with when we saw like Wolfenstein Youngblood and how we've seen Redfall, right? And like I think Redfall was one where they were then the reports they were like, Oh yeah, this is a top down thing, yeah, right? Yeah. Like to your point, Bethesda Game Studios, different beasts from like a lot of the other studios within that Bethesda publisher, right? Lineup. But yeah, like it, it's wild to me that we got Fallout 76 the way it was just based yeah. on, and we've had this story before with like a cyberpunk and with a master sure. Andromeda sure. with the Anthem and all this stuff, right? Like it, it is, especially with the Anthem, that is like the very directly comparable one, but like it is wild that we have such talented studios end up making those left turns and yeah, end up crashing that way. And I think a lot of it is just due to the, the hubris of, yeah, we know what we're doing. Like we've done this before. Oh yeah. Like we'll add in multiplayer. Um, and to your point, I would have loved a, very good fallout 76 like I, sure. I i i was probably part of the audience that they're talking about when they're talking about like people asking for a multiplayer thing right like i play fallout and i'm like yo this could be fun to do with friends right like yeah. I, and you know again we're talking about 24 2014 for fallout uh for 2015 we're talking about 2015, 2015. yeah we were we were at uh we had already started yeah oh yeah, yeah, yeah. for fall 4 i was thinking of 76 sorry yeah sorry, sorry. so the uh, 2015 for fallout uh 4 and that is in that like Destiny is like now like has launched and is becoming a bigger thing. Again, like we're like, seeing more of these types of games. And I've talked about it at a lot, so I won't beat the dead horse. But it was that Fallout Four was fun and great or whatever, but it was more Fallout. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm sure that if you're working at Bethesda, that's also not what you want out of this, right? You don't want to just be oh they made it Fallout Three again. Like no nah, fuck, we want to make something cool and yeah. different and whatever. My next question, and this is like this is a speculation station joint. What studio do you think might be the next studio? To like put out a Fallout 76. Oh, to fuck it all up. To fuck it like a studio that is beloved, that is gonna put out a thing that w that is going to like taint the reputation in the way of a Fallout 76 or a Cyberpunk or one of those. Yeah, that's a great question. And the problem is you can you, you okay, done. Rock yeah. steady. Okay, oh, okay. I uh, I guess you're technically not wrong. You're right in in that. But like, I feel like that's already that's already set in stone. Hey man, you said the next one. There it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, that's a good one. But it's like that. Even there, I feel like Rocksteady's damage has already been done. You know what I mean? Where it's, I feel mm. like, gestating, getting that thing, and then it getting pushed, and, and like, okay, even when the game comes out, if it's a fine, if it's an eight, if it's a seven five, that's my thing. And it's, I'm gonna, not, it's not gonna be a Fallout seventy six. I'm gonna eat my words. You want to know when's the next JPEG apology coming? Yeah. Because like, yeah, I, yeah. this is gonna be me eating my words, but. I don't know if Suicide Squad is going to be bad as like <laughs> as Fallout 76 or Anthem. No, I mean, no, I, yeah. I don't think it will be that bad either. Like, I think Andy's the one who's always sitting here going like, this looks like fun to play. It just doesn't look like a DC game. So I don't I understand why you guys are mad, but it is what I want to do. Yeah, like I could see that getting sevens and eights, which I know is upsetting to people. This is but. fun to jump into the chat for this. All right. Uh, Naughty Dog from Robert. But I would say, you know, come on there to push that. I like this. Triforce Power says Larian seems primed for this. No way. That I think no is a way. ridiculous statement. Now, I could, of course, you. I mean, I'm sure we would have said the same thing about CD Projekt Red and Cyberpunk at some point. That's but true. like, I do think that like where we are now, what you learn, all the fucking bodies that are behind us on this path. I don't think Larian would be the ones to be like, man. Everybody loved Baldur's Gate three and a, a Divinity Original Sin two. Yeah. So now we're gonna rush. Th and they're the whole ones where they're not. They're privately owned too. They don't have to worry about. The yeah, stock I think market. that's the thing that makes me a bit more secure with them is that they are uh, like an independent studio, right? They're not owned by a publisher. They don't yeah, really yeah. have these hard deadlines that they have to hit. Uh, Gorilla says Raphael. No. I mean, no. I, they're I doing mean, that with their multiplayer thing, thing. I guess maybe. But yeah. again, I, I to launch something so broken. And I would, and again, I would point to why Naughty Dog. I don't think will be the next one. It's because they already said, "Whoa, factions ain't the thing, man." 
We mm-hmm. this isn't that we're not going to force this to market. Yeah, and I'd imagine w- w- that Gorilla would get the same grace if they're like, Yeesh, this uh, monster hunting co-op game we're building isn't that great?" And Bungie plays it, they're like, "Yeah, it sucks." Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. That's we're the thing <laughs> is like you know I I think if we if this was a year ago and we we're talking about it, maybe I would say a Naughty Dog. Yeah, uh, yeah because yeah, yeah. they are like they're that studio that is on top of the world. I think. Honestly, I think they might have the hubris for it, right? Like, I could see them going, hey, let's fuck around and make something crazy for our next thing. <laughs> let's fuck around and find out. But after all the reports about um, Last of Us Factions, or the Last of Us multiplayer project, um, and how, like, yeah, Bungie did the review, and, like, they've scaled back the team and doing yeah, all these yeah, things, yeah. It, makes me think that, it makes me think that PlayStation has enough of, like, the checks where it's, oh, no, but we're not going to let that happen. Right. Like, I, even if Naughty Dog somehow got to the place where it's like hey we want to put this out i don't think playstation would would let them do it dropkick tondo says skull and bones guys you have to have a good reputation to fuck it up (laughs) (laughs) you you have to you have to have like you know hit the grand slam to then be a train wreck and hit rock bottom like you guys are picking things they're like oh what about no nobody liked that to begin with bioware with mass effect 5 but it's already happened twice with Bioware. About? Bioware's Bioware put reputation out cool is fucked. Yeah, they put out Anthem and then follow. No, they put out Mass Effect Andromeda and then followed that up with Anthem. Yeah, no, no, you're missing the point here. I appreciate what you're doing, but you're missing the point. All right. I, I, I Rockstar, like Rockstar. Rockstar for GTA 6. Ooh, actually, you know what? I could see it. But again, I like, don't know how you follow up GTA 5. But again, you were asking for like who's like going to fuck it up. Yeah. Like, I can see GTA 6 not being great. But I mean, like being like, broken, like I it doesn't work for what that for what GTA and Red Dead Redemption 2 are for that matter. I think putting out a GTA that is an eight out of 10 might be that right. Like GTA is one of the best selling things ever. Yeah. And if you put in like GTA has a history of having like 10 out of 10 hits, like hit per hit. Yeah. I think if you put a, out a GTA and we're playing it and we're like, oh, man, this is as good as Watch Dogs 2. Like, and that's, no, and that's no shade of Watch Dogs <laughs> Oh, it's shade of Watch Dogs 2. That's it's no deserving sh- shade of Watch Dogs Like, because Watch Dogs 2, I know plenty of people love Watch no, Dogs 2, right? But like, oh, no, fuck you. Two. Wait, 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 yeah. fuck you. No, yeah, you wait, like Watch Dogs 2. Marcus in San Francisco? Yeah. That's a great game. Yeah, but, like, if Rockstar put out Watch Dogs 2, we're going to be like, okay. what the fuck happened? Okay, okay. Because <laughs> that's, that's, like, an 8 out of 10 game. Yeah, okay, fair. Yeah, fair like, right. I don't know many people that are, like, this is a 10 out of 10 masterpiece, right? Did you ever play it? I started it. You should play now that you live in San Francisco. It's oh, fun, you know what? It's I fun should. to drive around like you know everywhere. Yeah, for whatever reason, it didn't it didn't hit at first. I think that's just because like I'm such a GTA person, and yeah, that's yeah, my yeah. thing. Is I played enough GTA that I picked up Watch Dogs, and I was like, What's eh, this shit. Yeah, this I'm phony. good. I don't need this. Ladies and gentlemen, we need you at Patreon.com/slash/KindOfFunny. Over on Patreon.com/slash/KindOfFunny, of course, you can get each and every episode of Kind of Funny Games daily ad free. You can watch us record all the other podcasts live as we record them ad free, unless there's an embargo. Wink, because there's a lot of those coming up still. Uh, of course, you can get everything on demand ad free as an MP3 and, of course, a video. You can get more. Well, you know what? You can get 400 bonus episodes of content since we launched the studio back in last year. I can't say October anymore because it is October, but you understand what I'm saying. Anyways, patreon.com slash kind of funny keeps the lights and mics on. Uh, but right now, you're not listening to patreon.com slash kind of funny. So here's a word from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Do you ever feel like your brain is getting in its own way? I can't even count the amount of nights I lose sleep just because I can't stop thinking and my brain just won't stop talking. It turns out one great way to make those racing thoughts go away is to talk through them. Therapy gives you a great place to do that so you can get out of your negative thought cycles and find some mental and emotional peace. And it can give you the tools to find more balance in your life so you can keep supporting others without leaving yourself behind. Some of my best friends use BetterHelp and love how helpful it can be for learning positive coping skills and how to set 
set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself, and it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. You can make your brain your friend with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash kindoffunny today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash kindoffunny. Betterhelp.com slash kindoffunny. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. <coughs> let me get, let me get, this is an important one. All right, I got to yeah, make sure I clear, did it. <laughs> clear the airways. Number three on the Ripple Report. Metal Gear Sol- <laughs> <laughs> I'm Sorry, I'll get that. You got it. Sorry, Kevin smoke me again. Number three on the Roper Report, Metal Gear Solid Collection is packed with problems on PC. This is Wesley Inpool at IGN. IGN has already reported on issues with the Nintendo Switch version of the Metal Gear Solid Collection Volume 1. Now, it's the PC version that's come under fire. The hotly anticipated collection launched today, October 24th, across platforms. Uh, but it's on PC where there appears to be the most issues. On Steam, the various games sold within the collection already have a mixed review rating, uh, with PC gamers pointing out problems across the board. Redditor One Ocelot rounded up the worst offenders. Perhaps the most shocking is that Metal Gear Solid 2 and Metal Gear Solid 3 are locked at 720p internal resolution, despite the fact Konami advertises both games outputting at 1080p. Modders move fast to get Metal Gear Solid 2 running at 4K, but there are issues. Elsewhere, <laughs> elsewhere, PC gamers have bemoaned a lack of display settings, with all games in the collection defaulting to full screen. Quote, don't purchase Metal Gear Solid 3 on Steam if you have a monitor with a resolution above 1920 by 1080. Redditor Arson String Arisen String, Arisen String 956 warned. Quote, the game runs at 720p, and half the time you're unable to alt-tab due to different resolution. Oh, my God. You can't alt-tab. You can't alt-tab. You can't alt-tab. Oh, no. Oh, that's no. like, you know when you're playing Spider-Man, you get the triangle circle? That's oh, what that is on no. PC. It's alt-tab. You can't even do that. That's crazy. No borderless or windowed options, and there are seem there are, there seemingly is no way to edit the I and I'm not even making this up, ladies and gentlemen, an I and I file to change the resolution. All, I'm sorry. <laughs> All I wanted was to play Metal Gear Solid 3 at a good frame rate without pressure-sensitive controls, but I guess a massive corporation is unable to match fan-made emulators, end quote. Summing up the sentiment, 
Steam user Howard Heyman left a negative review for Metal Gear Solid 2. Quote, <laughs> This release is absolutely poor and not worth its asking price in any capacity. Upon purchase, you'll find that the Metal Gear Solid Master Collection releases have no options of any kind for PC players. No way to switch between windowed and full screen. The parentheses, this feature will reportedly be added on a future update. No way to switch resolutions. No way to change audio settings. No way to change the size or aspect ratio of the screen. No way to change audio settings again. No way to exit back to the menu while in-game and so on. Even the most mediocre of remasters offers the bare minimum I have just listed here. End quote. Greg, you played on console. Sure did. Does console have any of these issues? I had a great time. I don't know. Damn. I also realized I'm playing a PlayStation 1 game on my 83-inch television. I was like, yeah, I'm probably not going to scale up that great, but it looked fine for me. But this is, this is again, the difference between console players mm -hmm. and PC players. I, we sit down. We turn on our console. We play the game. We enjoy it. We'll talk about themes and performance if it's bad or something. Mm -hmm. But then, you know, what we do is we turn it off. We go talk to our loved ones. <laughs> Whether they're in the house with me, whether you're calling them on the phone, mm -hmm. then you go out with your friends. You know what I mean? You, you already talked about dancing for Halloween. You're officiating mm -hmm. a wedding because people love you that much. You yeah. know what I mean? I don't use this often. You, you, you go out, you touch grass. You I go do. out and experience life. However, if you're a PC gamer, you fucking buy this old ass game and you put it on your $5,000 rig with the coolant with the nice motherboard, with the GPUs and the GXTs and the RXTs and the RKYs, and you say, you know what? There's no way this will go wrong. So you, you just roll over because it's, it's just one folding table. You roll over to your toaster oven. You open, <laughs> you open up your freezer. You get out your little Tostino pizza rolls. You put them on there. You clock them in. You roll back over. You catch your breath because you're winded from all this exercise. All right. <laughs> You make sure your blackout curtains have just taken out every one of your mom's basement windows, right? You do one of these, you knock the Cheetos loose from your beard, you know what I mean? You sniff yourself and you say, ah, I showered last week, I don't need to do it today. And you fire the game up, realize the INI file ain't right, and then you spend 30 minutes doing a dissertation as a Steam review. Kevin, toss up the tweet I have right here. Ladies and gentlemen, I bring to you Exhibit 91452 in my case against PC gaming and PC gamers. Over the weekend, IGN tweeted, we all love our mouse and keyboard, but it's not ideal for all situations. For those of you who need a gamepad, here's our list of best PC game controllers. I quote tweeted it and said, this is Sunday morning. I quote tweeted it Sunday morning. I hate to see a once great website given to PC propaganda. Tell it like it is, IGN. Mouse and keyboard are great for writing book reports, submitting your taxes, and filing for unemployment. That's it! Real gamers know better. Shame on you. you. Did this on a Sunday? <laughs> I did. And you know what I did what after this? I shut my phone, hung out with my wife and child, had a great day, went grocery shopping. It was raining. I built this little cardboard fort with him. We watched cars a few times. Oh, that's I had cute. a lovely time. And I, like, if I'm lying, I'm dying. Mm -hmm. Around bath time, uh, Ben's playing with his toys in there. And I looked, I opened my phone and I was like, oh, I forgot I did this tweet. And it mm. did fucking numbers. All right. Mm. 371,000 views. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I urge you, if you are ever having a bad day, go right now to this, on my tw this tweet on my Twitter mm. and bookmark it and come back and read the fucking quote tweets. 
Read the fucking quote tweets, because the PC gamers in this world let the they let the pizza rolls burn. They were so fired up to be a part. The, the, <laughs> yeah, not the pizza rolls. This, this has to be a this has to be trolling, right? And then just the dissertations about it. What gave it away that it was a joke, PC gamers? Was it when the third best thing I could come up with for using a PC was filing for unemployment? Was it did that? Did that paint a clear picture that I was fucking with you? There is so much wrong in the world. <laughs> Why? Why worry about this? Why? And so as usual, I'll say it. Mm -hmm. What a lot of people are afraid to say. Yeah. You get what you deserve, PC gamers. You get what you fucking deserve, all right? So maybe if you weren't all over here just going, spurting out hate left and right, spurting out bile all the time, right? Having to wear wrist guards because you don't want the carpal tunnel while you hunch over your keyboards. While your dad bangs on the door. Son, I want to hang out with you. Come out with me. Come out into the yard. Let's go toss the old ball around. And you say, no. I'm working on my INTI files. <laughs> I got a window. It's full screen resolution over here, Dad. I know. I'm trying to play this game. It was game of the year 30 years ago. It was. It's not a joke. It was game of the year that long ago. And it's just, you it's know, like 25 years. You know, I'm very clear on my beliefs. God is real and or Satan is. And so the fact that it keeps winning out for console gamers. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Just, it's never too late to come over and admit you were wrong. But again, these PC gamers, you know what I mean? They have just bit down and they refuse to admit they're wrong. Mm. And I can bring up story after story until I'm exhausted. I can, and you've seen me, I can print tweets, put them on my thing. And I say, well, on week one of Starfield, when it's all broken, mm -hmm. I'll show you. And I'd peel it off and show them it's broken. Mm. Like, I don't understand it. How many times? Because the quote, there was a few quote tweets in there that just like blew my mind as the PC gamers tried to rationalize this stuff. And what I was thinking about one day was like, it's akin to, they were mad at me for calling it out. They were mad at me for calling out the people. They were mad at me for being brave. They were mad at me for being a friend of the people. And what I'll tell you, PC gamers, is when you want to get mad at me for speaking in the truth, just think about PC gaming and the problems you guys have and take it one step over and I'll tell you the exact situation. I'm at a party and everybody decides to drink bleach. You think I'm not going to say, hey, maybe you should stop drinking bleach. You think I'm not going to speak up about it? You think I'm going to say, you know what? I'll respect your personal choices because people are always like, oh, Greg, mm -hmm. why you got to come at PC gaming like this? When I see the accident happen, when I see the train on the way to hit the car, I mm -hmm. feel like I got to warn people, Fair. but they still want to reject my message. Sounds like a Jewish carpenter I once named. <laughs> we'll move on to story number four. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Microsoft CEO says it's doubling down on being a game producer and publisher. This is Chris Scully in a VGC. And I'll tell you the other thing too, all right? Oh, God. He's got more. No, no, no. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop the bit, all uh -oh. right? A lot of problems with PC gaming. Oh, Kevin, go back to the other shot. A lot of problems with PC gaming. They wouldn't be that way if you use your NVIDIA GeForce RTX. <laughs> That's true. Oh, my God. <laughs> Number four on the road. Microsoft CEO says it's doubling down on being a game producer and publisher. Chris Scullion at BGC. 
<laughs> I love it here. I love it here. Microsoft CEO uh, Nvidia. Satya Nadella says the company is doubling down on its games division following its acquisition of Activision Blizzard. In an interview with MSN, the acquisition topic is brought up and Nadella is asked why it was so important, especially given how big the $65 billion acquisition cost is. Quote, it is, but we're really excited about it, Sadella replied, explaining that games have been one of Microsoft's three main arms ever since the company's early days. Quote, for us, there are a few things that go all the way back for us as a company, he explained. Gaming is one, right? When I think about Microsoft, I think of perhaps development tools or developer tools, proprietary software, and gaming. Those are three things that we've done from the very beginning. And so, to us, gaming is the one place where we think we have a real contribution to make it in a consumer market. No, real contribution to make in consumer markets, end quote. Nadella went on to explain that games are only becoming more popular with each new generation and that the Activision Blizzard acquisition puts Microsoft in a stronger position to cater to growing demand. Quote, so we're looking forward to really doubling down both as a game producer and a publisher. Now we'll be one of the largest game publishers and also a um, uh, publishers and also as a company that's building platforms for it, end quote. By acquiring Activision Blizzard, Microsoft now has become the second biggest game publisher by revenue behind only Chinese company Tencent. I always forget Tencent is like... Can't forget them. Yeah, like they're top, they're up there, right? Like one of the, the they highest are earning... They are up there. ...companies. Uh, cool. Like th th this is one of those ones where it's like, how much is this news versus yeah, like, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Satya Nadella like doubling down on the fact that, hey, like I believe in Xbox and we just made a big acquisition and we're going to keep being Xbox. My one thing here is like, I, I like the idea of, of him slash them doubling down on the game producer slash publishing side of it. Because yeah. like, I think for me, that is my biggest want and need out of Xbox, right? Like I would love to see Xbox step up and be like, all right, cool. We've set the table. We've got the most developers in the world as a publisher now let's like be known as one of the best publishers right because like you have the you have the foundation you like you have the vision right now it's about the execution what does the future of activision versus bethesda versus xbox game studios right or just xbox game studios if that's what you wanted to be what does the future of that look like in terms of being a being a publisher that we put up there with like the best publishers right like is even if you want to compare it to a nintendo and playstation of you know having that vision and having like the pipeline to make sure they're they're uh, seeing all that stuff through in the way that we talk about Nintendo having Mario, Zelda, all this stuff, right? PlayStation having uh, God of War, Last of Us, all this yeah, stuff, yeah. right? Xbox obviously have the IP and they've had a history of putting out great games, but now you're bigger than ever. Let's see what that output look, looks like on a, on a quality level. And again, I think this harkens back to honestly the Media Molecule story and PlayStation Studios doing something different and a different uh, idea. I do think that Xbox needs those smaller games. And I do think that that does give Xbox the chance, and they already are, I would say, but the real chance here to own that idea of games are art and we are incubating art. Mm -hmm. they, they could steal a page from PlayStation and be the PlayStation Studios of the PS3 era. That is like, yep. We have all these studios, and yes, you are going to get Diablo 5 and Overwatch, and you're going to get Halo, and you're going to get Gears, and you're going to get all the giant fucking things, but you're also going to get these really awesome smaller yeah. experiences like Hi-Fi Rush. Hi Rush, exactly, that we are able to sit there and say, no one else can do this on this level. This is the, you know, I, even when you're talking about acquisitions, like, this is, could be part of Microsoft's DNA of like, Yo, when we acquire you, the idea is that we take the, you know, the boot off your neck for having to run the HR and all the stuff and worry about money. And on top of that, we want you to make the big games. And then we want you to have a team that's making smaller stuff. We want you guys to have palate cleansers. We want you to get in there and 
really make what's cool because we need cool stuff for a game pass in general or outside of the big temples yeah make ted's adventure make ted's adventure i got a great pitch for you his name's Ted, and he goes on an adventure. Whoa. Number five on the Roper Report. There's snakes involved. Ransomware group responsible for massive Capcom leak arrested. This is Taylor Lyles over at IGN. Nearly three years after Capcom fell victim to a massive leak that saw thousands of personal data compromised and the premature reveal of games such as Street Fighter VI and Resident Evil 4 Remake, international law enforcement has finally apprehended the ransomware group responsible. Spotted by Video Games Chronicle, the European Union Agency for Law Enforcement Cooperation, Europol, announced it had taken down the ransomware group Ragnar Locker. Europol said law enforcement from 11 different countries worked together to arrest a quote-unquote key target from the group in Paris last week and searched his home located in Chesnia. Uh, Is that right, you think? Czechia? Czechia. Uh, Five additional suspects located in Spain and Latvia uh, were interviewed, according to Europol. Uh, In November 2020, Capcom confirmed the breach impacted more than 16,000 people and that financial uh, information and sales reports were compromised. A few days later... Uh, Capcom disclosed the hack. Uh, IGN, oh, a few days after Capcom disclosed the hack, IGN independently confirmed that some leaked data included a list of then unannounced games planned for the release of the next several years. I'm learning a lot right now. About- the Czechia is the same as the Czech Republic. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is another way of saying it. Okay, excellent. That's good news for me. Uh, of course, good on them for getting them. Yeah, like get these hacker groups out of here. But also, part of my, like, my, <laughs> the, com- the comedic side of my brain likes sure. to imagine that this ransomware group got access to these Capcom games and we're like very excited because they're like, oh, we're going to reveal to the world what Capcom's working on. And they look through the list and they're like, ah, oh, fuck. All right, cool. They're, <laughs> like they're working on Street Fighter 6 and so more Resident Evil. Just said, yeah. Like the year, oh man, they're making Resident Evil 4 remake. It's like, oh man, we could have guessed all this shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't worth it, was it? But it sounds cool when you get arrested in Paris. Yeah. You know? Uh but like they have all the bed bugs there, there now. I mean, if like, I got yeah, rest, arrested in Paris today, oh, I'd be scared for my life. Just in there with a bunch of bed bugs. I mean, the, 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 we, I mean, the bed bugs are like everywhere-ish. You know what I mean? Aren't they but everywhere? In, there was a thing where New York was infested with bed bugs too. Yeah, yeah. But like they're on the buses in Paris. Like I heard it's pretty yeah, bad the, over there. The, the Paris ones are like also. I think they're like you can't just kill them with poison. You gotta you gotta bake them out. Yeah, the Paris Paris. I feel like. Paris is at the level that New York was, like, what, a decade ago? But I think that they're more resistant to pesticides. Because of the baguettes? Uh, mm. I mean, it's just a different story. Parisian Cologne. blood. And, and like, also, they were doing the uh, fashion week. Yeah. So like, and a bed bug came down in one of the dresses? I mean, it's, it's around the world. Soon you'll have bed Is bugs. it the idea of, like, the, because of fashion week, they're coming back and bringing them here? Because, yeah. like, all those people yeah, are from yeah, New York yeah, and yeah, LA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stay away from I mean, San Francisco. Yeah, I was gonna say. I had oh, a, like, boohoo! Anthony Carboni has a bed bug. I don't care. I like literally on my Instagram story, like a friend that lives in San Francisco. I saw that they went to Paris, and I was like, "Don't come back. <laughs> stay, <laughs> stay over there." Because if I see one bed bug in dude, my, bed bugs in my bedroom, I'm gonna freak out, dude. Yeah, I do yeah, not like I those things. I cannot deal with that. I cannot deal with that. No. Remember when you were a kid and don't let the bed bugs bite? You didn't realize they were actually a fucking thing. I thought they were like quicksand, where it's like, okay, but I'm not actually gonna run into quicksand, yeah. right? And like now I'm hearing stories and I'm like, ah, oh, shit, they're a real threat. Yeah. They're out here. Okay, and then Kebabs points out, but what if they were tick strike? It'd be a much worse problem. It'd be a much worse problem. But like, do ticks, do, do ticks have infestations like bed bugs? I mean, they give you Lyme disease. Yeah, but like, you're not going to worry about like a bunch of ticks being at home, right? I mean, well, if you got to go outside, you know, in the tall yeah, grass. You go for a hike? Oof. Yeah, yeah but like, you, that's yeah, you, like Cecil's got them before. If I had to eradicate on one of the two from this earth between bed bugs and ticks, 
I'm eradicating bed bugs. See, I feel like it's that bed bugs are gonna are super fucking annoying. But they're not going to, like, ruin your life. I mean, they're, yeah, they're going to ruin they, your life and your mood of, like, i got to throw away my couch and shit. Yeah, well, no, it's, like, thousands of dollars, potentially, to, like, get your whole house, like... But again, if you, like if, you roll, if you get the Lyme disease, though, you can't go out in the sun, you're tired. How, how often are people getting... Serious, I yeah. know they don't. I've been saying this for years. And maybe this... People be, listen to me on the, the this, they don't listen about the PC. This might be me not taking it seriously enough, because I've listened to the podcast where you talked about Thank the you. ticks and all this stuff, yeah. so I know how seriously you take Lyme yeah. disease. But, like, how often are people getting Lyme disease from ticks? I mean, well, I mean, often. Like, really? Like, often enough that I should be scared? Here's what I'll tell you. I was watching a documentary, right? Mm -hmm. Shania Twain. Remember her? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, <laughs> remember yeah, Shania, yeah, yeah. yeah. And this is, you know, uh, this is uh, within the past year and a half. And, like, it's one of those, whatever happened to Shania Twain, right? Like, she, she was fucking crushing and kind of went away. She's telling the story about it all in her documentary, right? And, and mm -hmm. her voice started to go. And, like, oh, man, what happened to your voice? Lyme disease. That's wow. Was, right? Lyme disease isn't the silent killer. But it's the silent, I'll fuck you up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you don't think about it. Were you silent Let's, or were you silenced by Lyme disease? Ah, yeah. well, let me get some Lyme disease numbers for you here, all right? Lyme disease numbers. Lyme disease is the most common vector-borne disease, parentheses. That is a disease transmitted by mosquitoes, ticks, or fleas. It was Vector Miller the whole time. In the United States, in recent years, approximately 20,000 to 30,000 confirmed cases of Lyme wow. disease per year have been reported. In the United States? Yeah. I stand corrected. Yeah. And remember, of course, that's reported. Yeah. A lot of people aren't reporting and they get it wrong. There was a whole, when I, back in my day when I did my big old Missouri. You, wait, when you get Lyme disease, are you reporting it? Like, how do you, you I mean, report a lot of people it? are like, you know, I, mean, I think a lot of people, you know. Just go to the doctor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You find out, oh, that's what it is. Other people are probably like, oh, like, you know, like, especially because it's more of a, like, a hikey outdoory thing. Yeah. I think a lot of people are like, oh, wait for this to clear up kind of thing. And yeah. they're just tired a lot. You know what I mean? And then is, turn into a tick. Kevin, this might be a question for you. Do doctors report all their numbers? I believe so, yeah. Yeah. I, but it's like confidential, so it's not like it's got names on it. But yeah. It's just statistics. And it was that thing when I was in Missouri and I reported on Lyme disease and the ticker to take me out, if you remember the story. Yeah. Uh, it was the problem there that the Lyme disease the people were getting was a variance, so it didn't have the right whatever, like, when you looked at the genome. I, don't, I, I'm, yeah. I, haven't, I wrote this article, you know, 20 years ago. Anyways, it didn't have the right thing uh, that made it Lyme disease, so when they reported it, it didn't get reported as Lyme disease. Like the mm. CDC wasn't taking that as actual Lyme disease. So a question for Greg Miller. If you, if you go hiking, yeah. right? Like say you go to like, I don't know, Mount Rainier or like some sure. like, you know, some area to go hiking and you see a sign and the sign says, there's two different scenarios. You go hiking, you see a sign that says, beware of bears. Yeah. And in the second scenario, you see a sign that says, beware of ticks containing Lyme disease or whatever. It was yeah, you could just be ticks. T okay. Beware of ticks. Yeah. Which one, like, which scenario are you choosing to hike through? You have to choose one of those. Oh, the bears, 100%. You're going to take on bears versus ticks. Yeah. I mean, wow. I don't think you understand. If I go outside off of a beaten path, I'm thinking of the ticks. Not, not like in mm. SF or whatever, like Dolores Park. But I mean, like, when Jen takes me on these fucking hikes. Yeah. You bet your ass I'm not having fun. I'm looking no? around. I'm, I'm staring at her ass trying to find these ticks. Are you doing the, like, proper tick? Techniques. Tuck it into my socks. Yeah. Try to wear yeah. light the colors. Techniques? Look for it. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I mean, techniques. I don't yeah, have my right. keys in my pocket, but I have the tick remover on that still. Mm. All right. Tuck it in your shirt, too. That's another one. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. That's good. I'm not fucking around, man. You look like a dork when you're walking around hiking. That's good to know. It's, I mean, I look like a huge loser. I'm usually wearing my tights, too. Oh, Lord. I got them. You know, they're, they're so tight. They revealed everything. I can go faster. <laughs> you know what I mean? Definitely not. And you already talked about how fast I am now. It's crazy because you wore those tights. To race Andy, and you did not go faster. <laughs> he got you there. 
I'm excited for the next PC port that won't work, but that's so far away. If yeah. I wanted something more important came to the Gobble Gobble, where I go? You go to the official list of economy software across each and every platform, as listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily Show hosts each and every weekday. Today, City Skylines 2 on PC, Just Dance 2024 on PlayStation 5, all the Xboxes and Switch, Metal Gear Solid Master Collection Volume 1 on PS5, Xbox Series X, Switch, PC, Lord of the Rings Return to Moria on PS5 and PC, Cry Machina on PC, all the PlayStations, Switch, Dark Envoy on PC, Rip Out Early Access on PC, Insane Investigators on PC. Uh, we've partnered with NVIDIA to keep you updated on all the latest GeForce RTX editions to your favorite games like Kevin hit the B-roll. <gasps> After months of waiting, we are just mere days away from Remedy's anticipated sequel, Alan Wake 2, launching October 27th and featuring a stunning, immersive gaming experience on PC with full ray trace reflections, shadows, and lighting. NVIDIA's new DLSS 3.5 tech in games means GeForce 40 series users can flow through this world with four and a half times the frames in 4K. The AI-powered tech means everything looks better, plays better, and feels better, especially with NVIDIA Reflex providing highly responsive gameplay. So if you're looking to pick up a controller on the spookiest weekend of the year, maybe you too can witness the most advanced visuals we've seen in gaming today. Oh, and please do come join us later this week as we dive in and play through this game firsthand. Whoa. I think it's Friday and he's tackling Alan Wake 2 on PC with all the NVIDIA tech. And then, of course, there's an Alan Wake 2 bundle. There's still time to pick up Alan Wake 2 for free. If you're planning to upgrade your PC to take advantage of these crazy visuals, NVIDIA is running a bundle where if you buy a 40 series G4 GPU PC or laptop between now and November 13th, you can get a digital copy of the game for free. Heck yeah. Good deal. Good Can't deal. wait for Alan Wake 2. Can't believe it's already here. Yeah, this week, right? Yeah. Insane. Yeah. Uh, new dates for you. Star Wars Dark Forces Remastered releases on PC and consoles February 28th, 2024. And then Rogue Glitch Ultra is coming to Steam and Switch on November 14th. Deal of the day for you. I am 8-Bit just announced the latest collaboration with Annapurna Interactive, the Annapurna Interactive Deluxe Limited Edition Collection for Nintendo Switch. The collection includes 12 of the publisher's acclaimed uh, games on a single Switch cartridge, including four that are being released physically for the first time. The collection is available for pre-order for $199.99 on im8bit.com starting today. Do you think it comes with like a flannel shirt and like a beanie? Hey, first off, your hey, favorite draft you. you know how much I love Annapurna. <laughs> I also love Annapurna. I love everything else you just said. Hey, hold I'm, up I'm there. just saying. Comes this cool Switch case. Too. Portland, the publisher Wait, can you go, here. Kevin, one over and let me read the list of games. All right, so we got Donut County. Great game. Gorgoa, I didn't love it, but I know a lot of people did. Hindsight, I didn't love it, a lot of people did. I am dead, I don't remember. If found, love. Kentucky Route Zero, love. Uh, people loved it. Neon White, you loved. Amazing. Sinara Wild Hearts, Amazing. Uh, Solar Ash. Pretty good. The Artful Escape. Trash. The Pathless. Awesome. And What Remains of Edith Finch. Fantastic. Hell yeah. That's a great list of games, actually. And Aparna's Rock. And that's all in one cartridge, so that's I want to go cool. back and play Sinara Wild Hearts again. Oh, yeah, you should. I mean, it's a very short game. Yeah, oh, no, I yeah. know. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. I wear the shirt all It's one of my favorite shirts. A lot of times you get these shirts mm -hmm. from events. Garbage. Yeah. Just a logo <laughs> shittily put on or whatever. Mm -hmm. That one I, I wear and I get compliments all the time. I'm running out. We got to, who is Mr. Annapurna? We need to hit up Deb Mars. We need to become friends with them. Okay. Because, yeah, I would also like this. What's I, that? Oh, you want this collection? Yeah. Okay. What's, What's that, that long thing in the bottom left? I think that's a, uh, I think it's a Switch uh, cartridge holder. No. You put multiple cartridges that's, in there? That's what I was thinking, too, but it's it's like a weird... It's not big enough. Page back, and let me see what it... It probably says where it is there. One of them. One more. One more, sorry. Uh, you get the Annapurna Games art book featuring this. 
bonus console case for your Nintendo Switch. Yeah. Hold on, now you got me thinking. I'm going to go into it. Sorry, what was the question again? Because I, I was reading chat. I was, I was distracted. He wanted to know what is the little black thing there on the side. Kind of oh, like you hold razor see, blades in it, but you can't hold razor blades in there. Like in the side of the... Oh, on the side, I see. Oh, yeah, what is that? I think it holds cartridges. Yeah, my a cartridge holder. It only comes or with a sticker. one cartridge. Right? That's crazy, too. They can fit all that in one cartridge. I mean, I think it's going to be... I think it'll just unlock... Yep, it's a, yeah, it's a inter, uh, custom and a permanent interactive console and cartridge case. I imagine, yeah, I imagine the cartridge is going to, like, unlock the digital versions of the game. You remove, remove you download them. I don't know what I was trying to say. Oh, <laughs> that's smart, Bless. Yeah. Some smart stuff. Hey, that's what I'm here for. Ladies and gentlemen, we ask people watching live on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames and youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames to write into kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. And tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kind of funny games and listening on podcast services around the globe. Uh, Sisa writes in and says the PS5 versions of the Lord of the Rings Minds of Moria has been delayed to December 5th, 2023. So not out today. Way to go. Blessing. I'm sorry. Blame IGN. Maybe releases.com. Yeah. Game, game informer.com slash 2023. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of Kind of Funny Games Daily. Remember, each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. Uh, tomorrow, your hosts are going to be Blessing and Andy. Whoa. Eh, we'll see about that. Yeah. I bet that's not true. <laughs> that's probably I bet not, that's not true. That's not accurate. We need yeah. to probably. Uh, we'll see how he's feeling. Maybe you can dial in. Uh, then Blessing and Tim on Thursday. Then Tim and me on Friday to close out your week. Uh, of course, this show might be ending, but not really. Uh, we're going to do a little post-show, and then, of course, it'll be the stream uh, of Nick Scarpino playing some games. Kev, what's he playing? Do you know? I th believe more Ghost Runner 2. Got it. Does he yeah, want me he... to come in there and play Warzone with him? I mean, you can definitely throw that idea I probably out. won't. I probably won't. Okay. I'm not a big Warzone fan. Well, I don't know why you <laughs> I just like I just like then. dangling it in front of him, you know? And he's not even here to hear it, but yeah, no. I like I was, the idea. Okay. Sure. Everybody in the chat when it's, when Nick's live say, yeah, oh, I thought Bless, Bless wanted to play Warzone with you. Bless wanted to play yeah. Warzone with you. He's not gonna be reading. And say, Bobby, and then like Bobby, Bobby, Bobby. I'm gonna leave immediately for lunch. So he walks on. And he's like, oh, Bless, and he's not not here. Why would what, you do that? Great... Let's be nice. Well, first to off, Roger is stepping in Nick lately. He keeps doing like the you gonna he, fight me thing. And Bless, oh, time, yeah. Bless Nick, and not me, mm -hmm. not me. Nick talks so much shit about you on the kind of funny podcast. Of course he does. Right now, you know, and it wasn't me. That's live right now. Yeah. the new one. Yeah, the one on one. Me and him. You know, I tried to defend your honor. All right, I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite was like, I was, and I meant to say this to Roger, but I, like, our conversation got lost as it always does with Roger. But like, Nick talked about how, yeah, Roger would do like the step up thing to him. And Nick was like, it is like the most unthreatening <laughs> thing ever. <laughs> I found that hilarious. Ladies and gentlemen, you know, get the show. <laughs> YouTube.com slash kind of funny game. Podcast service around the globe. Patreon.com slash kind of funny. You know it. You love it. Thank you so much for your support. Like, subscribe, share. We got a post show to do. We got more streams to do. We got uh, embargoed things to review and talk about and all that jazz. But until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you. Game publishers or game developers who could put out like the next, adult garbage. The next gar garbage game or the next dud. Somebody brought up From Software and like... Can my heart imagine? just shattered into a million pieces if you're just thinking about it. I think that would shatter my world if From Software somehow put out like a terrible video game. Yeah. Or like a six out of 10 video game. No, an okay video game, honestly. Can you imagine? I mean, it's just like even crazy to think about. Yeah. Just because they've done nothing wrong for so long. I also think like. So long. And maybe people can give me better examples, but I feel like it's such. I feel like it's more of a Western thing. 
like a Western developer thing. Like I'm not thinking of many like Japanese devs who come through, and I'm sure it happens, right? But like on the scale of a, what, Mass how would you Andromeda, feel about Square Enix? Well, yeah, but I mean, like, it's just like, yeah, I guess, uh, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're not wrong. I guess there have been not great Final. I guess Final Fantasy 13, but like, was that like unexpectedly bad? <laughs> like Final I Fantasy feel like 13? it's just it's such an interesting question because you're like. Ooh, Platinum. That's a good one, actually. Mm. But Platinum is also up and down, right? Platinum has a reputation of, like, good Platinum and bla bad Platinum. So when we get Babylon's Fall, it's like, okay, well, we got bad Platinum this time. But Platinum is a good Like example. Joey, when, when Joey's bad and she's Boanna. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, let's check in, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, this is your Super Chat post show over on YouTube.com slash games. You can Super Chat there to be part of it. Uh, we also read the uh, refreshes on the old Twitch subscriptions and all that jazz and stuff. We are on a, a, a tight schedule here, just 10 minutes, because we had such a long games daily. That's what happens. You know, Nick's got to get over together. there and, and ghost run, so I'm going to get you going here, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, media, I'm sorry. Bander SN over on the Super Chat says, Media Molecules Paddington. PlayStation needs a big crossover game to promote IP. Not a Smash clone, though. They own Evo, so a more traditional fighter. Maybe a PlayStation versus Capcom. <laughs> I mean, I would love a PlayStation versus Capcom. But I was like, more hung up on Media Molecule's padding. Yeah. That sounds way cooler than any of Was the idea that Media Molecule makes a PlayStation fighting game, or is just that they make a Paddington game? I do believe it was them. Or that they, it, that I think they in the Paddington. middle of it, Bander transitioned from the Paddington pitch to then PlayStation. Because gotcha. I was still on the <laughs> Media Molecule Paddington thing. So is, Paddington, <laughs> is Paddington a character in the fighting game? Yeah, why not? Um, but, I mean, wait, okay. So when he says Media Molecule's Padd Padd Paddington, yeah. are we saying they are the Paddington of PlayStation or they make a Paddington I game? think he's saying pa they make Paddington the way Insomniac makes Spider-Man. Is Paddington a, play a Sony IP? No. Well, that I don't know, actually. I want to know, <laughs> I want to know more about this band then. But yeah, like I, I, I mean, not everything has to be solved by IP, I guess, in terms of like, they have to make a licensed thing. But I think even if it's an original IP, I think the original IP has to be appealing. I gotcha. think that's the thing that Media Molecule needs. Whether it is like, oh, we're going to make a Paddington game for some reason, or if it is hey, we're going to make a, a Ted's house, but Ted is going to be a character that we're going to make sure people love in the way that we get an Astrobot and we're like, Deadheads. oh man, I can't wait for the next Astrobot game, right? Like that's a successful new IP right there. As if, oh, that doesn't help me at all. <laughs> Studio Canal owns Paddington right now. Congratulations. Cool. <laughs> I, I would like that. I would like, a, I mean, I think that'd be a fun one. Let's get some people in the door and do some cool stuff. Um... <laughs> I've never seen Paddington. I've always wanted to. Yeah, you know, Lucy loves it. Mm -hmm. So she went on one of her sleepovers. She had me and Jen watch Paddington Two. We jumped right to Paddington Two. two yeah, because I hear I hear Two is the good one. Yeah, it was good. Okay. I mean, it's 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 the usual when somebody hypes something up that much. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. It was, it was That's good. my thing is I've heard so many people hype up Paddington Two of like this. More exciting is ever. like you know how Pat like Lucy is Ben's aunt, right? We call her Aunt Lucy, mm -hmm. and like uh, that happened organically, not knowing that Paddington has his Aunt Lucy or whatever. Yeah. And so like she just oh. bought uh, Ben new jammies for his birthday, and mm -hmm. they have Paddington on them. They're talking about Aunt Lucy overall. I thought that's real cute. That's really sweet. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what if it was Chase? Chase Lay. Says it's not Sony not want indie games. They didn't sell. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I think that's what yeah, we're saying. Saying. yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. The Sony wants what's gonna make the money, yeah. Street Shadow says, I and this is all YouTube super chats. I know we are all on the shoe hay for CEO train, but assuming he doesn't want it, parentheses, I think he likes being closer to indies. Who is your backup choice? Mine is Herman or uh I think it's Hideo, right? Yeah, it says Hyde, uh Nishino, uh, uh, VP of platform consoles, etc. John Rigatello. 
<laughs> he's available. <laughs> this is a hard one, right? Where it's like, I think the easy answer is to jump to Herman. Like, obviously, Herman Hall's coming up from Gorilla, now running PlayStation Studios. It'd be cool to see him as a guy who's come up through the system and that I've known forever and yada, yada, yada. But then it's also, you get outside of that. And like, when you really talk about the C-suite executives of that, like, you're talking about people I just don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're suits. That's the thing is, I think that whoever it is is going to be somebody who we've not really heard of, but somebody who's made their way up the ladder of PlayStation and somebody who's behind the scenes working on number stuff, right? Like, yeah. I think, yeah, Herman Holst is an easy answer, but I also don't know if that's his bag. Like, no, somebody said, D. Fuller says John Drake. Oh, that'd be Your sick. mouth to God's ears. They that'd be John sick. I love that. Oh, my God. That'd be amazing. That'd be incredible, actually. Yeah. yeah. But he's, he's too much of a truth teller. So that's what we need. <laughs> Somebody who's going to come out and tell Someone the truth. PlayStation wants, and that. that's like a personality right there. I feel like John Drake would get would get a lot of people on his side because he has like an attractive, funny personality. Attractive sure. might not be the word. Funny personality, engaging, <laughs> engaging. Engage, yeah, engaging. He's got just a sexy personality <laughs> and a great ass. Love his ass. But like, yeah, I think Herman Holst, him coming from a PlayStation studio, right? Him coming from Gorilla. I, 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 his bag might be more so, hey, let's work with the developers, let's work with these studios, let's make sure these pipelines are right, let's make sure that what they're working on is on track. I, I view that as more of his bag. Not that he could make the transition, I'm sure he probably could, but like, you know, I don't know how much he wants to do a CEO presidential role versus, hey, let me work with, with these teams because that's what I know. John would whip into shape in a heartbeat. Oh, for sure. Um, CJ splits on. Could ho could Horizon, Forbidden West, or Spider-Man 2 have one game of the year in 2021? Ooh, in 2021? I'm just going to go off the Game Awards to refresh everybody's memory. Mm -hmm. Game of the Awards 2021, Game of the Year was It Takes Two. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, let's stop there then, yes. Uh, other game is nominated <laughs> were Deathloop, Metroid Dread, Psychonauts 2, Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart, Resident Evil Village. I think Horizon would have been nominated for sure. Yeah. I think it being, it winning up in the air, because I was like, if you ask me which one I like more between Horizon, Forbidden West, and It Takes Two, honestly don't know what to tell you because they're so apples and oranges. But I could see Horizon winning that fight. Spider-Man 2 being in there, I think for sure would have won. Just based on like how much people love Spider-Man 2 right now. So, oh, hold on, this is interesting. I think It Takes Two has going for it that is like fresh. Deathloop had the same thing going for it, right? Like these are fresh new things that are exciting and different and like, it takes two was a damn good game. It was a damn good game. I will give you that. Hold on. I just want to bring up three things. To oh, go. yeah. Somebody, Jason makes a good point. Returnal should have won that week, that year. So anyways, it takes two game awards. Mm -hmm. IGN was Forza Horizon 5. Yeah. Okay. Uh, GameSpot was Deathloop. Dice was Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Fuck, Ratchet was that year. Man, yeah. I think... I think, it, I think the toss-up for me is game awards with it takes two because it was fresh and unique and caught a lot of people off guard and da 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 but I think across the board elsewhere Spider-Man would have won Spider-Man 2 would have won yeah uh, in IGN GameSpot and DICE yeah and I think it would have been nominated here and I so, so I think Horizon Forbidden West would have been as well but I don't know if it would have beaten It Takes Two because I'm not really sure how it all shakes out there I would think yeah. it would but who knows? I feel like people uh, I feel like people have like <laughs> people are on the Horizon hate train in a weird way Right, oh, yeah. like I feel like there's so many people that are like, "Oh, it's overrated." Oh, there's another like I'm I'm very shocked when I see how like the the lack of love for Horizon. Not that it's like an, a crazy innovative game or a crazy like you know like I wouldn't I, I it's another one that I put in the A tier versus yeah, like yeah. the S tier of like a God of War Ragnarok or a, like sure. the Last of Us. 
I just really love those two games. <laughs> but like, you know, I, I think Horizon is a fucking great franchise. Yeah. It shocks me how much like people don't put it there. And I like that would almost let me to believe like, would it be nominated in 2021? Like, do people? I think it would have. Yeah. Yeah. I think there was enough love for it then. And you could also make good for when it got, you know, snubbed pretty much for everything else. Yeah. Because of Zelda. Um, Bear King 08 gave us a super chat and said, get Nick to play the Metal Gear Solid games. Cosplay is Snake. Okay. Cool. We're on it. Um, Evan ERV says, uh, fun fact, mouse and keyboard are also useful when inputting creator codes on the Epic Game Store. That's correct. That's fair. As typing words are, is a great way to use a keyboard and mouse. You can also do that on a dual sense, though. You know, sure. The virtual keyboard. Yeah. Uh, Jamal Page says, very likely an elaborate rumor, but I'm seeing more and more news that GTA 6 might be announced this week. From where? GTA 6 could be announced at any point in time for the rest of existence. We would sure. never know. I like hope Nintendo Direct. Exactly. Or, or the Xbox Showcase tomorrow. By the way, that'd be insane. By the way, no, there's no kind of funny games daily tomorrow. We will live react to the Xbox Showcase at 10 o'clock. We will do X-Cast as your post show. Then we will record something else that's embargoed in the afternoon. You have to worry about that part. I love the idea of Microsoft being like, hey, yeah, like we got this thing. We're showing off some new like a dragon footage. And then GTA 6 pops up. By the way, fuck you. Uh, let's do a speed round here of Twitch uh, subs who left stuff here. Uh, I'm starting here. Uh, Price412 says, what's up, Greg? It's Price, a.k.a. Prince412. Five years, baby. Glad to be here, uh, even if you call me Prince. I thought I'd been better about that, Price. But if you want to be Prince Price, no problem, you are. Forever Ender uh, resubscribed with Prime for 39 months, and it was 60 months for Price, Prince. Uh, back to Forever Ender. What will it take to get Greg to go to 1v1 Andy in a first-person shooter with Greg on gamepad and Andy on keyboard mouse? Hell, even Nick could probably beat him. Uh, I would agree to this challenge if it was like a triathlon where we mm. do best of five. Yeah. First-person shooter, 1v1, keyboard mouse, uh, dual sense. Mm -hmm. The next one, best of five. PVP DC Universe Online keyboard mouse versus me with a gamepad. Mm. And then the final one is something you come up with that we didn't see coming. It's kind of like Super Mario 3. Okay. I dig that. I thought yeah. you're going to be like, yeah, we, we play a walking sim narrative adventure where I play a divorced mom and I'm trying to rekindle my, my relationship with my daughter or yeah, something. Yeah. Remember when I tried to do that once? Did you ever hear that? You ever, that was, we went and did a. Oh, like a uh, gone home speed run? Yeah. You yeah. That? I remember that. Yeah. I, I still failed. <laughs> <laughs> still fucking lost. I was my challenge. I made it up. I was looking to do it. Big Bad Beluga resubscribed for 103 months. It says, thinking about the reverse, who do you think is a mid to low tier dev that's primed to put out something good? Ooh, I like that. That's a really good one. I really, th that would have to sit and think about yeah, that. Yeah, I was going to say, that's like a games cast topic. Because like, and it depends on what you mean by low to mid tier. Because like, I think um, Supergiant before Hades. Okay. Uh, before Hades, right? Like, I feel like that's what we're talking about, right? Where you go from putting out Pyre. I like uh, mid, and I would say when you're talking about mid, yeah, we're talking like a mid card. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a wrestler who's like. Because that's them jumping to the main yeah, event. Yeah, 100%. Exactly. Great way. Great way. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's really good. I don't know. Yeah, I don't want to think about that one. I do agree. That hey, where do we really put um, a, a team of Sobe? They're a known quantity to PlayStation fans, right? Because I, so I could like, see their next thing. Being, being the breakout hit? Yeah, like, oh, this is a game of the year contender. Sure. Huh. Yeah, I want to think about that one. That's a great question, Big Bad Beluga. Yeah. Submit Ooh, that on... Slow clap, hey, I like Big that. Bad, can you put that up on kindoffunny.com slash KF Gamescast? I think that's the URL. I'm in the middle of things. <laughs> that URL exists. Right? We, have, we take is questions from here. Is it kindoffunny.com slash Gamescast? It's kindoffunny.com slash Gamescast. I didn't know we had a Gamescast question bucket. That makes yeah, sense, we do. though. I think it's just Gamescast. Kindoffunny.com slash Gamescast. Cool. 
Um, the Matt Bowers writes in, resubscribes with Prime for 39 months and says, best week of fun employment so far with Mario and Spider-Man out and Alan Wake so soon. I may never look for another job. If you don't look for another job, Matt, you won't be able to buy more games. So you got to feed the beast that way. I think way. Matt might have been the person who wrote into the question bucket asking which game this should they play uh, first if they want to smile between Mario Wonder and Spider-Man 2. Mm, I would say probably Wonder, right? I mean, I, Spider I smiled a lot during Spider-Man, but I also cried. Yeah. I did not cry during any of the Wonder I've played so far. Um, uh, Brandon says, when do we get news about PlayStation's non-live service future offerings? Lot to look forward to. Um, I would imagine Game Wars breaks the dam with something cool. Yeah. And then we go from there. Uh, yeah, we know Death Stranding 2 is coming. Yeah. That's something. Real Rob Rose, resubscribe for two months. That's awesome. Spider-Man 3, expand New York City further or leave the city? Oh, man. Well, we can't talk about anything that happens in the game. But, like, we nuke yeah. the city. Whoa. <laughs> At the end of it, Miles is like, fuck this place. Yeah, I'm tired. I'm tired of New York. I'm tired of Brooklyn, especially. Yeah, I'm out of here. Uh, I think I, it, you have to say, I think Spider-Man is synonymous with New York, so you have to be there at least for part of the game. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. And then Miss Envy resubscribed for one month and says, oh, no, sorry. Resubscribed for 36 months and says, mod me, you cowards. Miss Envy, you've only been here 36 months, all right? You saw the other people who have been here 71 months, 39 months, 60 months, 80 months, 80 months. Did you see, I saw a no. clip of somebody, um, and this is like, it's not a spoiler, because everything's a spoiler for people, for people online. For Spidey? I mean, like people were saying that with us like tweeting about shirtless Spider-Man spoilers. Yeah. And so, like, this is something of that ilk. It's not a narrative spoiler for okay. people who are super sensitive, right? I saw somebody, like, playing as, as Spider-Man, and, like, they see a bike, and they just start riding the yeah, bike. Yeah, I saw that too. And yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. what? <laughs> yeah, really... yeah, yeah. But also, I'm like, what is this game's obsession with bikes? <laughs> awesome. What a game. I want to go back and replay it. I'm going to play a new go game plus. Yeah? Is there a way you can get another platinum? You want to no. play on a different account? I'm gonna, I still plan on, when I get my fucking uh, PlayStation Portal, of doing Miles Morales on PS4. Oh, oh yeah. Get my platinum there. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been your Super Chat Post Show. We love and respect you. Thank you for your support. Thanks for understanding most of the stuff is a joke. Don't take it too seriously. Uh, and of course, Nick's going to stream some stuff. So if you're not watching, you can catch that archive of the stream, youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames. If you're live, twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames, youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, and see Nick play more Ghost Runner 2. But until next time, it's still been our pleasure to serve you. <clears throat> Great stuff. Good stuff. Oh, just good. Okay. I seem still. <laughs>